1015 FM, 720 AM. KDON, the talk of Las Vegas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. One full hour of wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's bring on the tag team of Andrew Fish Fame. Joe DeFalco, and your host, Mark Hoke. Oh, baby. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Hey, you you know, know, it's Father's Day, by the way. Yeah, I really hate it when we have nothing to talk about. I know. How are we going to fill this hour? I wonder how Father's Day is going in the McMahon household today. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) I literally just thought of that a second ago. Good open. Thank you. You're it's, all welcome. It's all, it's, all, it's all about timing, baby. Yeah. It's like he scripted it. <laughs> Possibly. Vince welcome. is in charge of this creative. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yeah, this is very creative. Uh, welcome to the Mark Hoke Show, everybody, here on KDWN 1015 FM, 720 AM. It's the station so nice. It's on your dial twice. And we're very happy to bring you the Mark Hoke Show, the number one professional wrestling show here in Las Vegas. Planet in all Universe, the world. Maybe in the history of God. I think so. Who knows? I think that he may have the only better show than we do. I, I There might be some people that will argue with us. But they'll, they'll be wrong. They'll be wrong, which is okay. I'm Mark Hoke. Thanks for You are us. indeed. Yeah, the, boy, they broke the mold when they made me. I'm, yes, they did. But and, I, and you know I'm what? breaking the mold now too. I'm getting. But we're lucky because we got you. Oh, the original. That's so sweet. You are a wonderful man, Fish. Thank you. Today, anyway. Yeah. Andrew Fish Fain sitting across from me. Of course, woo-hoo. you get. To, what was that? <laughs> that was a really bad woohoo. That was that was kind of scratchy, and I I don't know. It kind of reminded me of a a dying rooster. Yeah, you, you poor guy. I, I can make a comment about the, a word for another word for rooster. Remember, leave it alone. I don't want the FCC all over us. Don't get cocky over. Yeah, that. that's the one. Thank you. <laughs> of course, you get to hear Andrew Fishfain. He won't be there this week, but on Monday nights on SportsX Radio here. But, on and of course, I, I, the one week that I really wanted to be here because now we have the Warriors having uh, won the title, and everyone talk about Steph Curry being a top ten player now. Is it's just so annoying. I don't want to hear. Yeah, exactly. That's not what we're talking about. But, <laughs> But uh, yeah, the a, uh, a just a crazy week, fish. You you were joking around that nothing, there's nothing to talk about, but there is just a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> even if the the McMahon stuff didn't break, there's a ton to talk about. You know, I was I was fully prepared on about Monday ish. Like, oh, here we go, Jeff Hardy. Yep, it's Jeff Hardy time. Yep. Who? Now it's who? What? And and really quickly, the only thing I want to say about Jeff Hardy, which I thought was interesting, I think it was Booker T that came out and is blaming AEW to a certain extent for enabling him. And he's saying after after his first match and then the match that he did with Darby Allin right before the the pay-per-view match, they should never have let him wrestle after that because of how bad it was, how many spots he hit, etc. I don't know if that's, that's a fair statement. I guess, well, let's, 
Well, 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 let's mention what's going on with Jeff Hardy first, then we're going to get into Vince McMahon. But, of course, Jeff Hardy had another DUI. Third last, in last 10 year. years in Florida, which is an automatic, I think, two years in jail at least. He is in some major trouble. Uh, the video is actually up from the traffic stop. I bet I haven't seen yet. <laughs> and he was, this actually happened like around 9-ish, 9.30-ish in the morning. Which is even scarier. Which is really bad because, I mean, it's there's never a good time to drink. Right, but at least 3 a.m. there's very few people on the street. Right. He was doing, and he wasn't doing the speeding. He was doing the, I'm going over to this side of the road, I'm going to that side of the road, I'm going to swerve off. and Yeah. But uh, Jeff Hardy, of course, has, like we said, has gotten nailed for a DUI and some other Crimes going along with it, including you know about suspension license, all driving with suspended license, all those kind of things, and this is this is a sad story. Right now, a lot and a lot of people were saying that it was a shoot about WWE and and whether he whether you know he should go, he wasn't going to rehab, so he got fired. And it was it was more of a shoot in the sense that or a work. Sorry that he that he didn't really have to do that, but they were WWE was trying to come up with a nice way to release him and. WWE looks better now because they said, "Hey, go to rehab," and he's like, "No, I don't need it." And he did. Yeah, this it it's it's really disappointing that no one was there to make sure that he didn't do this. Exactly. And, uh, you know, and that's 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 on him, family, and friends. I, I completely uh, and obviously agree. The Uber call should have been made. Uh, you know, <laughs> come on. And and but, what, this, the shame of it all is is that every time he looks like he's getting his life back together and it's getting on the straight and narrow. Something happens to mess it up. Whether it's, I, I don't want to put blame because addiction is, is horrible, horrible. But come on, and and really, I as much as I hate to say it, I think he is gonna have to go to jail on this. Maybe he'll see Sunny. And well, and and it's funny you bring her up. I mentioned that last night too. That if if the the role model, quote unquote, for this whole thing is not Sunny at this point, where. You know, she just kept getting more DUIs and more drug yeah, she, convictions. She was like 10, or just, and, 10 to and, 12 or something like that. And then killed somebody a little, just recently in a crash. Right. Hardy's, I mean, he's got a better head on his shoulders and he's got much better people around him. But he's still going down that road. Yeah, and he's, and to be honest with you, he's got a lot more to lose. Yeah, he's, you know, family, kids. I mean, he's. Something's got to change, and and I hope that everybody that's around the Hardys are going to. And, and AEW is saying has suspended without pay. That you, when you get get through rehab and you get yourself cleaned up, then you can come back. But otherwise, you're out. Do you think he should get an, yet another chance? I'm all for second chances, even third chances. But I mean, look, if it was me, I wouldn't hire him. I mean, I just, I just couldn't take the chance. Right. You know, look at what look at what happened here with. They were supposed to have a triple threat match on Wednesday night for the AEW tag team titles, and I would not be shocked if they weren't booked to win them. Absolutely. And instead, those plans are thrown out the window, and the Young Bucks did I, beat I, Jurassic. I, I, I kind of, I kind of feel bad for Matt because he's left on an island now. You yeah. know what I mean? But I will say this: to hell with wrestling. I just want Jeff to get his life together for Jeff. Yeah. Not, I mean, wrestling is great, and it's a, it's an amazing career, and he's obviously a fantastic wrestler, one of the best of all time. But he needs to get his life together for him, not for anything else. And and if he does come back to wrestling, one thing that I would I would think that he needs to do 
is he's got to stop doing these crazy high spots. Right. But that's I'm why I'm sure he was in a lot of. Cause if you saw the, the double or nothing match, he was in terrible shape because he had just done that ladder with match Darby with, Allen. with Darby Allen and you know, took a beating. Right. But that. that's why he, he needs to stop wrestling because to me, you take away those moves. And I'm not saying he can't be a different wrestler, but it's not Jeff Hardy anymore. Yeah. Let him you know do your music, do your art, and be satisfied. But. Godspeed, Jeff Hardy. Just take care of yourself, dude. And speaking of not being satisfied, let's get to the big story. <laughs> nice <sighs> nice segue. Thank you. <laughs> You'll note I do that much better than you do. I'm just kidding. I did note that. So noted. Yours, yours, yours are very punny. Yes. Yes, I just, I just pulled that I know, out. So noted. Thank you. <laughs> I'm giving you crap there, Fish. Fish does a great job on SportsX Radio. Uh, but, of course, Vince McMahon has been has voluntarily stepped aside from his duties. Voluntarily as, because it was going to happen anyway, and it sounds better if you can say voluntarily. But <laughs> he, has, he has stepped aside from running WWE. Stephanie McMahon has taken his place, and this is stemming from reports that a $3 million settlement was given to a female employee that apparently Mr. McMahon had an affair with. Um, legal secretary, yeah, so. paralegal. And the funny, th- the funny thing is, is that this is this is this forks off into so many different directions yeah. because you have that part first, and then was it his money or the company's money? And they say he says it was his money, not the company's money used to pay her. Then there's rumors now. That there's more of these out there that they're when they when because they, now they have a special prosecutor, not prosecutor, that's not the right word, the special investigator mm. looking into it to see how many more of these there are. And what I wanted to know, and this is why I would love to have had Joe here. I don't know if he could answer it or not, though. But he's still, for some reason, McMahon is still in charge of creative. So what exactly, other than creative, is was he in control of that Stephanie will now take over and do? Well, I, I mean, obviously he's overseeing all the decisions at the company. So, you know, we don't, I don't know exactly what's on his duty list. No, I know. But, but I mean, like, I'm trying to think of what, uh, uh, what else hiring and firing, uh, oh, wrestlers, do, well, I guess, he, future endeavoring. Well, he could be doing anything. So he's the boss. Yeah, I know. I know. But um, my point is what Stephanie's now taking over. What does that mean falls in her lap now? I'm, I'm sure it's more on the business. Besides Triple H. <laughs> yeah, obviously it's more on the business side of just, you know, being, you're the one in charge. The buck stops with you. You're making all the, all the final decisions and. The stuff goes to your desk, and you say yes or no. And it's got to it's got to be a weird feeling because she was fired like what six weeks ago only. Yeah, it was less than that, but um, there's you know there's a couple other things to this story. I think one is the the situation where this this woman was actually given a raise during this affair. That is where I think Vince is going to get in trouble because she was making a hundred thousand. And all of a sudden got a raise to 200000 Now, I don't know about you, Fish, but I don't know many places that no matter what your pay is, Double doubles it. it. That's that's a chunk of change. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'd love to see the performance evaluation. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't need to see those great Let's just say that she around. was the head secretary. Wow. Anyway... And then the other issue that that comes up to with this to me is we're coming off Triple H getting his duties taken away running NXT. Shane getting fired after the Royal Rumble. Stephanie 
who originally had said, well, I'm stepping away for family reasons, as it turns out, they threw her under the bus and said that she wasn't doing her job. They, they'd given her additional right. duties and, you know, sales as, and marketing yeah. and stuff like that, and they just yanked it. And it's said, like, it's like, like I said, it's like the McMahons made a deal with the devil, and the devil said, okay, it's 2022. It's, it's time to pay the piper. Yeah. And of course, uh, this is the Mark Hoke show here on KDWN. Uh, Mark Hoke along with Andrew Fishfain. The, and but, there, but, there is more fog because we, we got to mention, and you know, he's not as important, obviously, but he's still big. John Laurinaitis, also a part of the scandal. Yeah, and, and you know, another longtime off and on employee with WWE. I don't know what role he had, but it sounded, I mean, the way, when I first read it, the way it sounded to me was that when Vince McMahon stopped having the relationship with his lady, he was almost, the lady who's almost handed to Laurinaitis is, okay, now you could have a relationship well, and, with her. And how this got revealed to the board was there was an email that went out to them discussing the situation from a quote-unquote friend of this person. And they alleged that McMahon, quote, gave her like a toy to WWE head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis, and then she became his assistant in 2021. So yeah, they she had been hired in 2019. But, I, you know, you got to wonder, you know, of course, the rumors of other NDAs. I'm wondering what's going on in the McMahon household right now. Yeah, and- because now... Now you have a situation where the entire family, you know, quite honestly, has been smashed by Vince. The marriage, Stephanie firing, Shane firing, Triple H duties, yeah. And they've all got to be looking at him right now and saying, What are you doing? And 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 and, and you know, if you if you have Vince out of the room, they all I mean, I I kind of think of it as a situation like if you have an elderly parent or a grandparent that's refuses to that go into a home and that, it's like that is that you know is having dementia problems and senility and you're just like I mean look Vince, we're sorry but Vince isn't that old enough. he's old enough but he's, he's not, 76 yeah but he's not and, he's not 90 no and and then and then to come out on smackdown and this is this really bothered me and apparently there were a lot of people in WWE that were upset about this, too, that he came out on SmackDown Friday night. And I think everybody was expecting him to say something. And he basically just opened SmackDown. But, you know, he gave the then, now, forever together with the stress on together and just in full character, acting like nothing was going on. Begging for support, basically. And, and, and I... And I said to you before we came on, you know what it reminded me of was from A Few Good Men, Colonel Jessup, Jack Nicholson's character. Absolutely. And you were spot on with that. Where he just walked into the courtroom and eventually confessed that that he had given the code red and killed the guy. And then just tried to walk out like, hey, you know, you want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. And that thing, what Vince did, reminded me of the you need me on that wall thing. And I hate to tell... Vince, and this is this goes for anybody. You're replaceable. Someone else can do your job. Yes, it is your company, and you've been running it for forty years. But you know what? If you screw up, you screw up. And times have changed so much that this is such a bigger deal now than it would have been ten, fifteen, twenty years ago. Yeah, and especially with the company being public now. Exactly. The, the, he now, it, this isn't 
back in 1983 where there were a few of them sitting around in an office and just trying to figure out, you yep. know, what are we going to do with Kempatera and Tito Santana? You know, this is a global company, thousands of employees, performers. It is, uh, it, and not just being a publicly traded company as well, but it is a hugely public company where there is a cottage industry continually following it like we do. And when the Wall Street Journal picks up a story like this, you know, you know this is huge news. They've apparently, people, news outlets have tried to contact McMahon and his attorneys, Laurinaitis and his attorneys, they're not getting any response. No. How big a smile do you think Tony Khan has right now? I, to a point, I'm sure he's sitting there saying, ha ha, to a point. But this hurts the wrestling industry, period. This is not good for wrestling because whether Tony Khan or anybody else wants to admit it or not, they're all sitting there because of Vince McMahon. Yeah. You know, oh, that, that I agree with. You know, and you don't, you don't, whether. The king you know, is dead, long live the king. Yeah, you don't, you don't want this kind of publicity going out to the industry that you're in, no matter what. How do, how do you think the employees of WWE feel? Or do you think to them it's like, you know, I mean, well, it, it's like, like does, does someone like, whether it be, you know, Charlotte or Becky or Roman Reigns, does it does it matter to these people that this is what's happening? As long as as long as the check's clear, they don't care. I think it definitely does. And and I'll and I'll throw a story out here real quick that Cultaholic had put up. Uh, there was an interview done. I with, like Cultaholic actually. I think they do a fantastic job with stuff. There was an interview with Min Max from a, a podcast producer uh, named Dan Reichert, who. Said that said this about WWE. There's a cultural fear there. Everyone is afraid to rock the boat because there's a long history of that company of certain people up top. Uh, people get fired. People get fired on whims all the time. I survived a bunch of waves of massive layoffs, uh, et cetera, and so on. And you you just get the feeling right now that WWE is being run like a dictatorship, and and then you add in the you know potential sexual harassment type situation, and John Laurinaitis was not the most popular with women. No, he's going to be regardless of what happens. He's going to be the sacrificial lamb, and his head's going to roll first. But when you Vince at being at the top of the company sets the pace, and when you are the person setting the pace, and you are messing around with employees and having to do a bunch of NDAs and you know, that then everybody in the company thinks, oh, you know, it's no big deal. If I do it, so what? And I would especially think that a lot of female employees in the company are probably sitting here right now saying, how the hell is he still even doing it? Right. I mean, but my, I guess my question is more over, and, and it's more, and there, I know there are obviously more female employees than just the wrestlers, just the, just the performers, but are any of them going, I can't work for this company because of the person that Vince McMahon is? I would think so. You know, and, and Sasha just Sasha Banks is out, by the way. In case yeah. you didn't hear that. Um That was that was gonna be part of the story. But other than the Vince McMahon, that was part of the big news week that we had because Sasha was out before this whole Vince McMahon thing broke. Yeah, and it and it's amazing how all this kind of funneled because you have this story. Sasha is apparently gone. So who had just gotten in a big argument with Vince about creative and there is apparently a lot of frustration about creative in WWE. Absolutely. With the performers. Uh, then you have the reports that Randy Orton is going to be out till 2022. Yep. 
2023. Or 23, excuse me. Um, Cody is obviously hurt. Out probably and, until about the same time. Right. So, <laughs> amazingly enough, Vince just walks out, acts like nothing's going on, and then Brock Lesnar just happens to show up. The he's is, he is the new person. The Undertaker used to be the guy that was inside the in case of emergency break, yep. break glass case. Well, now it's Brock Lesnar. But it's, Lesner, but it's more than Lesnar because Cena is coming back the twenty seventh for to celebrate his twenty years, and obviously it's not going to be a one time thing. There, there's going to be a program with Cena as well. So they're, they're they have to bring out all the big guns. But does Vince get future endeavored? Uh, you know, to be to be very honest with you, I think Vince is going to survive this. I don't. I, I, I don't uh, think that he should. Should that? That's another question. That is another question. The question, though, is 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 he going to be able to stay? And I, I think he will. I mean, can I, Shane can't come back? Can he? Or can he? Well, of course he could. But the the issue is is that apparently the way this he doesn't Vince doesn't have the majority of the stock. But he has a, a vast majority of the voting power on the board, the way that everything's set up. So the board really can't force him out. But if, if the board is entirely against him, I think he'll see the writing on the wall. If, if the public perception, if it comes out that there's seven more of these NDAs and he was spending money left and right for these relationships that he should never have had, then I think he's going to see the writing on the wall. He's not an idiot. No. And and the bottom line is is whether it's going to hit him in the pocketbook or not, whether you're going to see decreased ratings, whether you're going to see sponsors it, pull it, out. It, there, there were no decreased ratings on Friday night, wasn't no. there? Everybody was ready to see Vince, and, and and I honestly I think it was you know we had the the match with Riddle and Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns, but honestly I I would not be surprised if the top rated segment on the show was, was the Vince McMahon at the very show. beginning. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I was dying to see what he was going to say. I'm like, what the hell can you come out and say right now? Yep. So I, I don't think he's going to leave unless this gets a lot worse. Just on the surface of where it is right now, I think he is just saying, you know what? Look, we, we had an issue. We took care of it. I paid for it. I and, and I guess the, that's it. My questions about it are: a, how long is he gone for right now? I mean, is this the kind of thing that's going to be like three months? Is it going to be three weeks? Is yeah, it going to be well, uh, however long this investigation? Right, that, takes. that's what I'm saying. How long does this kind of investigation take? Well, it's hard to say. And b, what is the breaking point? What is the point where they go, okay, we can't have Vince McMahon as the head of this company? See, anymore. but I think I think that the just the way everything is, I think the final decision is going to come down to Vince. There, no, I realize that, but there's got to be a point. There's got to be a point of no returns when he goes. You know what? I can't. Is it that he had three of them? Is it that they had six of them? Is it that he used company funds to pay these people? What? You know. In other words, there's got to be a tipping point. Yeah, and and I think it's just going to be if there's more piling on. But but to me, a person like that is going to be motivated by money. And if say Fox Network says, "What's going on?" We don't want to be connected with this. Yeah, if Vince then, stays in, we're out. Then I think that's the point where that's. A, I mean, that's a, that's an excellent point, and I think Fox has a lot to say about it. And if I'm Fox, I'm seriously considering going. You know what? The optics here are so bad for Vince McMahon that if he stays in charge of this company, not that we want to be out, we can't broadcast their product. Right. So we'll see. We'll see. But then, of course, you know when you're pulling a two point four. Like apparently they did, you know, in rating in viewers. They're saying, "Do it again, Vince." <laughs> like, yeah.
You know what they say? No publicity or bad publicity is still no, no. There's no such thing as bad publicity. publicity. Yeah, it's it is something else. So we'll see where we'll see where all this turns out. But what a crazy little mess! It's funny because you and I were texting back and forth from the beginning of the week, and like I said, before the whole Vince story broke, it it was, oh my god, look at all the news we have this week. Yep. (laughs) All right. So it looks like we are going to be headed to break here shortly. Here on the Mark Hoke Show. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Yes, absolutely. Especially you single dads like me out there. Yeah, absolutely. God bless us. And is Vince McMahon a single dad? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. But, hey, stick around. We're going to have a lot more coming up because, like I said, Sasha's out. Hardy, yikes, so much going on. So we're going to have more for you here on the Mark Hoke Show. So come on back on the other side of the break. We'll see you there. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show. And download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today. And thanks for listening. 1015 FM, 720 AM, KDON, the talk of Las Vegas. Now, let's return to the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. Happy Dad's Day! Do you know what I'm getting today? A bed repair. Woohoo! A company that the place where I bought my bed, of course, two of the slats broke a while back and they went out of business. <laughs> Oops. And I've been propping this thing up and I finally said, you know what? I'm done. For so, Father's Day, I'm getting so myself. I have I have competing repairmen coming over to fix my bed. And give you bids? Yes, they're giving me bids, hopefully, and a completed fixed bed. Because, you know, I'm... <laughs> It's funny because I don't sleep well on show days on Sunday. I don't know what it is. And I don't know if other people go through that. Oh, but, I, I, but, I, 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 you know, because I work late Saturday nights. So last night, for instance, I didn't get to bed till about 3 a.m. I still woke up. I don't even set an alarm. I woke up at 5.45 like, okay, I'm ready to go. Let's do the show. Yeah. And then last night, I well, I'll just sleep on the couch because I have the bed ripped apart. And son of a gun, I forgot that my daughter over the pandemic, destroyed my couch. Not sleepable. <laughs> and then I'm pulling my mattress off the side of the wall. And it's a memory foam mattress, so it's flexible. And it just barely, with a little bend, fit on the floor between my dresser and my bed. <laughs> so I finally fell asleep at about 2 o'clock. Do I sound fresh as a daisy? You do, and you look fresh as a daisy. Yeah, I f- don't feel like a daisy. Well, some days I feel like a daisy. I don't know. <laughs> and, anyway... Um, just to wrap this Vince thing up, and and I'm curious, I wanted to get yours and Joe's thoughts about this. Let's say Vince steps aside. He's out. Totally. Who takes over creative for WWE? Who would be the person that the rest of the McMahon family would trust? I would the, I can tell you who I and I, I cannot believe I'm Let's saying this we, because this is not the guy that I ever thought should have been is Triple H. 
Triple H should be the guy in charge of creative. Seeing what he did with NXT and how popular and incredible he made NXT and how it's been ruined since it became 2.0, Triple H should be in charge of creative. You know another name that I'll throw out? Paul Heyman. I would have absolutely no issue with that, except for apparently, and I mean, it's only one guy, but AJ Styles and Paul Heyman, who used to have a great relationship, absolutely hate each other now. They're on different shows. They had to be put on different shows. I... The relationship is so strained because Styles blames Heyman for Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows being gone from WWE. Well, yeah, but that's something you can get past, don't you think? They haven't yet. It's been two years. Well, they haven't had to. What if What if Paul Heyman's in charge? Yeah, that, then you yeah. kind of got to get past it. No, but I think I think Paul but, Heyman would be a would be a fantastic name. You would, and, and if you had him and Triple H as a team, that would be great. Because this here's the scary part to me: that if you would just take Who's in the WWE hierarchy right now? Do you know who that name would be? Nick Khan? Bruce Pritchard. Oh, good Lord. There would be Duke the Dumpster Drosies everywhere in yep. WWE. Yep. See, the funny thing is, is we were talking earlier, and I said you think Tony Khan's smiling. Tony Khan should also be shaking his boots, because if Triple H and or Paul Heyman get in charge of creative, WWE will then could fly past AEW. It would be interesting to see... If there was a creative change policy, how that would go. If all of a sudden you see start seeing Sandman and Tommy Dreamer in matches. Or or you start seeing things like color, blood in matches in WWE again. If they would if it's start, a little less PG. Right. Which, you know, sponsors some sponsors like, some sponsors. Right, but don't. what I would think is I think that Vince McMahon is Vince McMahon because of his ego, and I think his ego makes him say, it's my way, this is the way we're doing it, I don't care if fans like it, I don't care if TV likes it, this is the way we're doing it, whereas Paul Heyman's like, we have to compete with AEW, so we have to put a better product out there. And that's the thing that that would bug me is, if I was in WWE and I'm looking across the road at AEW, I'm saying to myself, okay, how are they number one on Wednesday night, what are they doing on their shows they're telling that, compelling stories. And and that's the thing. They're telling compelling stories. The matches are generally better. And and a lot of that is because the story lead up more than anything. And not saying WWE matches are bad. There's a lot of really good matches. No, but in talent WWE. for talent, WWE should be blowing away AEW. They should. They should. But they're not. And and AEW's younger talent is getting better and better and better. And that's why and, WWE needs to watch out. Yeah. And and Triple H being there, of course, everybody that Triple H had built up is like is gone. So I mean Ciampa's still hanging around and for now, but they've booked now. him. He's basically a jobber. Right. So this this is this would be interesting to see if Vince was it, this is out a of this creative. is a huge turning point for the WWE. Yeah, we'll We'll see where this goes. You know, in 15, 20 years, we're going to look back in the history of of wrestling in the WWE and and point to this at the same time the way we point to, you know, the King of the Ring when Austin won in 96 and the start of the Attitude Era and as as key points in wrestling history. Yeah, I just hope Vince doesn't decide, well, we're going to make this a (laughs) storyline. That wouldn't surprise me either. It wouldn't shock me. But I, but I hope that he takes this seriously. Well, he the, the only reason why it would shock me a little bit is because he has not been a character on TV lately much. 
So well, he's not as sharp as he was. No, of course, you know, but it wouldn't make so it wouldn't necessarily make sense if if he was still doing the Vince McMahon, the Mr. McMahon character, then absolutely this would be brought just, in. You know, just imagine though if he, while this is all going on, props himself up and puts himself in the middle of the WWE universe again, and God forbid it gets hot. Then what do you do? Right. And, you know, and, and the so, funny thing yeah, is, yeah. the funny thing is, the one thing he did do, and not necessarily for this specific instance, but he's left that side door open for him to become that character again through Austin Theory. Correct. We'll see. Sasha Banks out, apparently. Yeah. This is obviously a huge blow to the women's division at WWE. Of course, backing up on that whole story, she and Naomi were not happy the way they were being booked one night on Raw and walked got, out, got into it with Vince and apparently got into it with Johnny Ace. And ironically, the two guys that are now out dropped the she and Naomi dropped the tag team belts on John's desk and walked out right before Raw started. It's been about 30 days now, and apparently, Sasha has secured her release. If you fish are Sasha Banks, what do you do at this point? Do you call Tony Khan, or do you take the acting route and say to hell with this? It depends on how much I feel I have left. I would think that I call Tony Khan, because right now, she would be an absolute star in the AEW women's division. It would be It would be now, interesting. She, but... She's not going to be Sasha Banks. She's going to be Mercedes. I don't know. I can't. Her last name begins with a V. Uh, no, that's terrible. But, but there, there's pictures on Twitter of her. She's gotten rid of the blue hair, so she's gone back to her natural hair color. And you knew this was coming. I, I, is there an update on Naomi? Is she gone too or no? No. And that's the really interesting part. But, of course, when you're the wife of the undisputed tag team champions who are cousins to Roman Reigns, your undisputed world universal Acknowledge everything it. champion, you're probably going to be thinking twice before you ditch her. Yeah, but not only that, but I think that they, the blame on this is more on Sasha than Naomi. I think Naomi followed Sasha just to show uh, for a show of solidarity, not Naomi saying we should do this. Right. Uh, Barnado. Barnado. Pardon me. And that's how that's how you will, if when she comes back, that's how you will see her is Mercedes Vernado. Yeah. And I think she's, I, I think, now Paige, I think you'll see on Impact before you'd see on AEW. But I think you see Sasha or Mercedes on AEW. Yeah, Paige, of course, if you hadn't heard that story, she's been working for WWE ever since her neck injury. And her contract is not being renewed. July 7th, I think, is her last day. So she's going to be gone from WWE in a few weeks. And she wants to wrestle very badly. She thinks she's in good enough shape to do it. And it kind of reminds you of the Brian Danielson story. That you know when he was Daniel Bryan in WWE, that he could not get cleared by the WWE. Yeah, WWE medical staff, they would not clear him. Well, I, with, I'd, with, I'd rather with have my doctor, doctors I'd, saying you're okay, he's okay, he's okay, but they wouldn't clear him. I, I still, ha- I'd still rather have my doctor err on the side of caution. There. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But I think Paige ends up in Impact, and I think that uh, Sasha ends up in, at least for a couple of years, AEW before she goes the full Hollywood route. See, you know, the funny thing for me is is that if I were Tony Khan, I would almost rather get Paige. She's more fresh. She she hasn't wrestled for a long time. People love her, and, you know, Sasha gets a little bit of a rep. I think I'd rather deal with Paige than 
than Sasha Banks, to be honest with you. And I, and I have to ask this. This has got nothing to do with Sasha per se, but where is Bailey? Still out. Still, she was supposed to be ready. back in time for the Royal Rumble, and that was six months ago. Well, that was a rumor, but she, but you know she's rehabbing a knee injury. She was supposed to be but out it's, for nearly it, a year. It's been over a year, so who knows? Who knows what? Because it was right, it hasn't been over a year. I'm sorry, it was right before SummerSlam. Because remember, originally it was supposed to be uh, Bailey and uh, Wow Bianca Belair at SummerSlam, and then it got switched, and then it was Carmella, and then Carmella got booted for Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Oh no, then it was Sasha Banks, and Sasha Banks couldn't make it, and then Ronda Rousey came back. Yeah. Or Becky Lynch came back. Sorry, the WWE Women's Division is just falling apart, and it became it went from and a position of strength to what it is now, which is horrible. Which is why I'm, uh, one reason why I'm glad Stephanie's back because she's the one that made this Women's Division what it is. And John Laurinaitis, not a big woman. fan, and it's amazing how things have fallen off there since he came back. What a shock! I'm hoping Ugh. that gets fixed now. Well, let's hope so. But it's, it'll be interesting to see if the, any of the day-to-day stuff changes and, it, and how quickly it does in the WWE. And, you know, it's funny because with all this happening and then Jeff Hardy, we had new tag team champions in AEW. Yes, we did. Young Bucks, another great match. Fantastic. You know, unbelievable. And, and that's what that's what stinks about all this is the, the matches we had this week because we had some fantastic matches. The Riddle Reigns match was phenomenal. Dax Harwood and Will Ospreay. Fantastic As we're getting match. ready for... Forbidden, Forbidden door. door coming up here at the end of the month. That's next week. From AEW. Um, 10 days? The 26th, isn't it? Oh, yeah, you're right. So Forbidden Door is going to be hitting us here pretty soon. And, and that you know me, I'm not an AEW guy, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, this is going to be sad. you got to come over to the house and watch. I may have to. Yeah. Because it's, wow. Maybe we'll invite Angelo, too. Get him schooled up. Angelo's the, in the booth there like, what? Tony D'Angelo? No. Our, our fine I producer. Know, I, I was kidding. Our fine producer, Angelo. So there we go. We'll we'll all have a little wrestling party. He's a little Vegas homie though, because you know he's got the the Raiders cap, the Knights jersey. Yeah, but I'm excited to see Will Osprey on this card. I I, I don't know who's going to wrestle. I don't care because it, folks, if you have Orange seen, Cassidy's who he's wrestling. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. they ran in fear from Orange Cassidy. It was funny you mentioned that. I wouldn't run in fear from Orange Cassidy. No, but the, the, the Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, uh, who else is on his side? Oh, in the Jericho Appreciation Society? Yeah. Sammy Guevara, now a member of the Jericho. But yeah, he's they, also, he also got uh, guys lent to him for this six-man tag team match, right? Or eight-man tag yeah, team Yeah, this whole thing's crazy. I, I got it here somewhere. It's, it's awesome. But really quickly, because we were talking WWE, and I don't want to miss this. I don't want to miss this, this opportunity. Sure. Friday night. SmackDown, if you haven't had a chance to watch it, the Riddle-Roman Reigns match, absolutely phenomenal. Riddle's, Riddle is well on his way. He really, and, really and is. It's just, it just still blows me away. I just saw him as just this dopey guy, and he was making Goldberg and Lesnar mad and you know, shooting his mouth off, and I'm just like, this guy is just a clod. The promo at the beginning when he had him play Randy Orton's music. <laughs> He's on. He really is. And then, like I said, the match itself. And he gave an amazing RKO in the middle of a spear. And and you know who they're forgetting about, and sort of, is Bobby Lashley. Man, get Bobby Lashley in there with Roman Reigns. Well, right now they I, got Lashley and Austin Theory. I, it's, that I don't care about. No, not at all. The problem is, you're right, there are only X amount of guys who are credible 
opponents for Roman Reigns. Yeah, and, that's, and Lashley is definitely one of them. And that's Creative's fault that they they haven't built people up. But that's also why we saw Brock Lesnar for the first time since WrestleMania. Yeah, and I'll be honest, I was surprised. But you know, I it's funny because I think that was almost done this week just to distract. It's kind of a wag the dog thing. Yes and no, because you kind of knew it had to be happening. They're in where he lives. They were in Minnesota. That's well, general area, but he's in South Dakota. That's it. Oh, is he in South Dakota now? I thought yeah, he, 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 he was in South sorry, Dakota. He won the NCAA so championship. That's, a, in, that's a, Yeah, he went to Minnesota. So it's upper Midwest, but that's still. No, I'm, I know. I'm sure he, I'm sure he is a general. The, the other thing they set up, and I want to know what your thoughts on this are, Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin. No. Because you know that's coming. No. You, did you not see what happened on SmackDown? No, but no. No. I love Pat McAfee. I love Pat McAfee. That's why I don't want this match to happen. Because he's he's not a, a face announcer, nor is he a heel announcer. He just cheers who he likes. Yeah. Oh, no. No. Can't do it. Of course, this is the Mark Hoke Show on KDWN. 101.5 FM, 720 AM. Andrew Fish Fane sitting across from me over there. I am Mark Hoke. I mean, we're not just going to randomly need the show after somebody. Oh, and, and you know, going back and forth to shows, I know the, the match on Wednesday, the hair versus hair match, Ortiz versus Jericho. Mm-hmm. Fantastic match. AEW just keeps keeps it rolling. and They really, and I, you know, I'm not an AEW fan. And yes, you are. Why don't you just admit it? Because I'm I not. I am so tired of you coming into this show. I'm not an AEW. But you keep saying these matches are great. Because just, just come. Because, Come with us and enjoy all because, of wrestling. Because they, are, they, they are having great matches, but I think they, they I think that they're getting too big for their britches in a certain extent. I think they're bigger they think they're bigger than they are. They're but they are also starting to do some global things, getting out and expanding where they're doing shows. You know, they actually it was funny, I didn't realize they hadn't done anything on in LA until just recently. I just don't. So, I my my issue with them is I think they're spreading themselves too thin, and it, at some point it's going to bite them in the butt. And they'll figure it out. We already but, talked about it last week with the amount of titles they have now. Yeah, they've got to get Ring of Honor out of there and make that a separate promotion. But I'm sure they're just trying to work on it. Yeah, well, why not that, give so. Friday Night Rampage to Ring of Honor? Make it Ring of Honor Rampage, so you have a Ring of Honor show on Fridays and you have Dynamite on Wednesdays. I don't know. They've they've almost created a niche with some. Some of the wrestlers on on Rampage, so I don't know if they want to do that. I, I don't. Know. You got to imagine there's going to be some TV network that would would love to have. No, and you know this is why. Also, AEW, the one thing they did that I thought was absolutely stupid and ridiculous on Wednesday was the Wardlow versus Twenty Security Guards. Yeah, it was silly. You knew first of all, it was silly. There's no absolutely. way. There's no way they're going to beat that. They, they could book them to beat Wardlow. And they just made the security guards look like idiots. Well, but they always make everybody makes the security know, guards. And I, look and like I still idiots. never understood the point of having security guards because they always look bad. You know, the funny thing is when I was at the uh, AEW shows here in town, their actual security team are most of them are bigger than the wrestlers. I, if they came up to me and said, "Excuse me, sir," I'd be like, "Yes, hi." Hands by my sides, big smile on face, like. Is what can I do for you? And just and, so and, people and know, the, the security guards you see on TV are generally local jobbers, right? That it's yeah, it's either trainees or something like that. AEW's actual team that they take around with them, dude, dude. Uh, wasn't, wasn't Sammy Guevara a security guard for WWE? 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, a security guard, not a real security he, he guard. He might have. I think everybody has gotten a cup of coffee in WWE at some point. Because I know, like, Sasha Banks and Charlotte were Triple H's girls in a, in a WrestleMania entrance. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, Punk's done that. Cena's done that. There, I forgot that there was another one. I yeah, just saw I mean, that. Braun Strowman was a, was a member of uh, Adam, what's his name? No, uh, uh Oh, Leo the, Kroger became uh, oh the dude the, yeah the, the, had the, the party the crazy people, people. Yeah. yeah and Adam oh. sure Braun Strowman was one of those God, guys now now I'm that's terrible that I can't remember that and they have a big event coming there uh, in July I think or maybe it's later than that that uh, authors of Pain are the the guys in charge of the promotion oh yeah they're doing something in, yeah and and in Braun Strowman's wrestling in that okay that's cool well. <sighs> By the way, I a couple smaller like I said, I'm stories. I'm all over the map. I'm sorry. It's okay. A couple of smaller stories. I wanted to make sure that we mentioned. <clears throat> um, we the wrestling world lost a very popular personality over the past few days. As Earl Hebner, da- or, sorry, Dave Hebner. <laughs> Don't kill them both. Yeah, just one of them. Uh, Dave Hebner died last Friday at the age of 73. Of course, longtime referee and road agent for WWE. And was part of... One of the greatest storylines. <laughs> and obviously the most viewed match in professional wrestling history. Is it really the most viewed match? Yeah, had 33 million people watched that match. Oh, the Hulk wow. Hogan, Andre the Giant title change. Where they had the referee that had, quote, plastic surgery that Ted DiBiase bought. And a lot of people didn't know that the Hemners were twins, Dave and Earl. So, of course, that whole thing, oh, that was something else. But uh, Dave was you know, very popular as an official, and uh, he will be missed. Uh, of course, Earl was the one that counted Hogan out. He was the fake referee. <laughs> Dave was the fake referee. No, it was the referee in the ring was Earl Hebner at that time. So, okay. But, Yeah. So wrestling says goodbye to one Dave of the Hebner, Hebner twins and the, those guys are fantastic and you know it's amazing the role of, of officials and people don't realize how important they are. It's not just somebody in there that's kind of goofing around and acting. I mean they are facilitators in the ring. Yeah, you, they're, but, they're I, the communication you, people between. And, and you know the the big name ones, the 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 uh, Ke- like, Mike like Kyoto, the Charles Robinson, Little Nate. Yeah. And these guys are pivotal to what goes Absolutely. on in the ring. If you don't, if you don't know that, they're usually wearing earpieces and they are relaying information back and forth. Yeah, they're the ones that have to tell uh, Cesaro and Graham Adelik this match. Vince McMahon thinks this is the worst match, worst <laughs> match in history. End it now. Yes. So officials do a lot more than just running around counting one, two, three, and yelling. They are very, very important in the role of professional wrestling. So. Yeah, so we got to say goodbye to the headman. Pretty, uh, pretty sad news there. Uh, by the way, don't forget Slam Anniversary is tonight for Impact. I do not. What's on the card? Um, let's see. We've got, uh, we got, a t- excuse me, Women's Tag Team Championship match: Madison Rain and Tennille Dashwood defending the titles against Rosemary and Taya Valkyrie. Sammy Callahan and Moose are on that one. We've got the Impact Originals taking on the Honor No More guys. So it's a Ring of Honor versus Impact match. Uh, the Briscoes are taking on the Good Brothers for the uh, Impact Tag Team Championships. There's a whole lot. Josh Alexander, Eric Young. So, decent card tonight. Oh, very much so. Yeah, decent card. Joe, Joe's got one tonight, too, down at FSW. 
So if you want to check that Which out. Which is an even better card. Yeah, it's going to be a great one. So go to fswvegas.com to get the details on that. Uh, also want to mention, I we have an Ice Pack of the Week award to give out. That's right. Fish is looking at I didn't know like, we were starting to give out an Ice Pack of the Week. It's, so this is, it's this, the inaugural. This is, this is a new one. And uh, we want to wish Kyle O'Reilly all the best. If you did not see, of course, he had an encounter with Sting. Yes, on, he did. On, on Rampage. And Sting broke. Kyle O'Reilly was going to interfere in a match between Darby Allen and Bobby Fish. O'Reilly was no in a chair. And Sting popped up, returning from his injury, had a baseball bat, and let him have it in the Huevos Rancheros. <laughs> and then while the bat was impaled between Mr. O'Reilly's legs, Sting hit the bat again. Ouch. So, unfortunately, today, uh, Mr. O'Reilly is reporting on Twitter, or reported yesterday, it, quote, shameful and disgusting act by the man called Sting. Here I am, a fan about to offer him a seat. He is in a spring chicken, let's face it, and he twisted his ankle, I think. And what do I get to show for it? Swollen testes. Absolutely uncalled for. So we would like to wish a happy Father's Day to Kyle O'Reilly's man, Jules. We we hope you will recover soon. Ice him down, buddy. Take it easy. So I was talking about the author's man. I just wanted to look it up. It's called They're called the Wrestling Entertainment Series. Okay. And this is their card. This is the card that they have coming up. It is. The main event is. Oh, well, it's too fast. We're, we're done. The main event is Moose versus Alistair, Alistair Overeem. And you got Nia Jax is going to be fighting Lana in, in that as well. Oh. So, I mean, there's some big names in this thing. Be cheap, but Lana, Nia Jax is going by her ne- real name, Lena Fanene. Oh, there you go. And versus CJ Perry, which is Lana. Nice. So, check that out. Hey, don't forget to check out all of our social media on Twitter. Mark Hoke Show, Facebook, The Mark Hoke Show, MarkHokeShow.com. And, of course, download those podcasts from all over the world. We do appreciate every one of you doing it. MarkHokeShow.com. All sorts of, I mean, Turkey just came on board and so on. It's been pretty cool. So the gobbledygooker. We, we thank you for listening, everybody. We will see you next week and probably again on Saturday night. Fish, real fast. i got like eight seconds. Acknowledge us. Oh, good Lord. Have a great Father's Day, everybody. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show. And download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today. And thanks for listening.